It is party time, Mom. You know what time it is. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership of Studio 22. And we are into a brand new week. I hope you guys will go over to YouTube, subscribe, watch it there, hit the little bell. Whoa, ring my bell. And so you get the notifications whenever there's a new video that pops up. Go to where podcasts are offered. Tell your friends about it. Also, I learned something this past week, and that is if you're on a mobile device and you go to Apple Podcasts, if you will go to our show, The Chad Prather Show, just look it up, the main page, and scroll, 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 scroll with your finger until you can't scroll anymore down at the bottom. There's a place that says rate and review. I learned that. I, I knew that, Candice, queen of the Ethiopians. I knew that once upon a time, but... I had forgotten. And now people have no excuse to leave us a five-star review. Five-star review. Yeah. Only five stars. It's funny because I said this in the deal uh, last week where I said we only take five-star reviews. I say it all the time. We don't believe in lower reviews. Mm -hmm. We only do five-star reviews. There's not even an option to give lower than five. It's only five-star reviews. That's what we deserve. And somebody said, you need to humble yourself because you're not – maybe you're not worth five stars. And I'm like, get off my podcast, lady. I'm sorry for leaving that comment. (laughs) (laughs) Candice. Oh, don't get yourself fired, girl. No. Never. Never. All this nonsense. Only five-star reviews. Only five-star reviews. Tell us what you think about the podcast. I like to go in there and see those things just because I like to go over to Instagram, post them in the stories, mm-hmm. things like that. It's a yeah. good thing. I have fun doing the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I get tired of my own voice. <laughs> but I'm watching. You know, I, yeah. I watch these. You know, and people don't understand. They're like, Chad, how are you watching this podcast? We're watching it right now live. Well, because I taped it this morning yeah. <laughs> or yesterday or, yeah. you know. It's kind of so. funny because we're all like six o'clock hits, six o'clock central, and we're all individually in very different places, but we all kind of stop and I know. go to YouTube and watch it. And it says Candace Ortiz is watching. <laughs> I like it. Sometimes I see that Bougie Sean is watching. Mm-hmm. Sean Foster, Party Foul Steve over in the peanut gallery. Hey. Bougie Sean, Party Foul Steve. Boys. Boys, have, has there been any headlines in the news in the last week that have changed your life? Yes. They, I mean, seriously, changed your life in any way, shape, or form? Right here in the palm of your hand, you have an iPhone, and now you can open your garage door with your phone if I've you been, have the right garage door. I've been doing that for months. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have the right garage <laughs> That's door. That's not a headline. Oh. A headline. That's local headlines. I sometimes wonder about you. Like, I try to figure out what's going on in your head. What is, I, I want to know if there's a headline from the news from the last week that has specifically changed your life, where you live. Okay, uh, Trey Gowdy, South Carolina, former uh, guy, South Carolina. What, he, what was he? Senate, <laughs> Congress, something? This what, started what out so well. well anyway, he says, uh, he said the Trey only Gowdy. thing that, yeah, Trey Trey, he says the only th- only person that learned anything from the Mueller report was Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true. I said the the silver lining. I said on Twitter, I said the silver lining of the Mueller report is finally Robert Mueller got to hear his own report because yeah. didn't have a clue. But I, but the reason I bring that up is isn't it interesting how bent out of shape we get over news headlines and stories that come out, and it really hasn't changed our life one bit. No. Like where I live, I mean, okay, so they had a Mueller hearing in Washington D.C. on Capitol Hill. Didn't didn't technically change your life, no, you know, Candace? It didn't no. didn't do anything. I mean, did, is there anything that happened in the news in the last week that really changed your life? Really changed my life. Um, 
No, not that. No, I, I mean I'm the no. same dude I was seven days ago. Yeah. So I'm still happy. Still, still an American. We're still trucking along. Yeah, still having a good time. Still getting five star ratings. Still doing podcasts, hanging out. But I do want to talk a little bit about last week's headlines because some big things happened. Let's talk about the Mueller report. Mueller report. I always want to call him Mueller. 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 <laughs> so I got. I got. Uh, you know, I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I have a love-hate relationship with the dumpster fire that is mm-hmm. Twitter. So I tweeted last week and I said that, you know, after watching that Mueller testimony again, that, you know, they set this guy up to fail, I felt like. I felt like he, he just bumbled through it. I mean, he I felt sorry for him because here's a guy who has this incredible legacy as a decorated Marine, you know, received a purple heart among many other awards he's 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 a decorated veteran from vietnam but his legacy is going to go down as what he looked like in front of the nation mm-hmm. last week when he kept talking about things he didn't know he didn't he didn't know you know what fusion gps was this is not a good look do you no. think he was lying or he just didn't know you think he's just playing being this being aloof and just been like all right, use it against me if you can, but I'm not. I would hope admit. not. Yeah. I would hope not. When you're talking about something of this, this, that major, in terms of the consequences that it could cause to the country, I would hope not. But to me, I watched this thing, and you know, everybody came back at me and said, "Well, you need to read the report." Well, I have read the report, and you know, when the guy that supposedly wrote the report, he looked like, and I love one of the, my favorite memes I saw was, you know, he looked real confused. He was looking through the report there, and somebody said, "This is what it looks like when your mother wrote your book report, but your teacher <laughs> asked you what the book was about." <laughs> so that's sort of the way. That's the way I came across this Mueller testimony because it was as though he were hearing it for the first time, and then asking him certain questions mm-hmm. specifically to the degree of, you know, why haven't you investigated? XYZ and he said well that's beyond my purview he kept saying that's beyond my purview no that's exactly your purview you know that's exactly what you were supposed to do for the last two years but it was a gift to the Republican Party in a sense that you know every time the Democrats tried to make him look dumb or or tried to make a point he just looked dumb and it was just like uh. Well, you guys know, and I'll say it for the sake of the listeners, I'm not I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I've, I've never registered with a political party, okay? I try to keep an open mind. I tend to be socially a little more liberal. Fiscally, I tend to be a little more conservative. Um, I don't think with the division that's going on in the country, there's anything you could parade out there right now that's going to change people's minds are made up mm-hmm. where they stand. People either sure. they if you're if you hate Trump, you hate Trump. And, and the vitriol that's out there. And look, and I go against, you know, I tell the conservatives that are out there, you're not helping your case by jumping on social media and blasting everybody every time. But, you know, I had this guy because I did use the word bumbling when it comes to Robert Mueller, because let's face it, he bumbled. He's bumbling. He bumbled. So I had this guy who, you know, he does Marines against Trump page and he jumped on there and he was, you know, talking about he was going to break my jaw yeah, if he ever that. hurt, if I was ever within earshot of him and I said, you know, called a decorated Marine bumbling. And of course, there, you know, then it turned into a and I was like, well, now do General Flynn, you know. And so it, or I, I would post things like uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. You know, Lee Harvey Oswald was a veteran. But what, what are you going to do? Can we not talk about Lee Harvey Oswald? Mm-hmm. What about the 16 Marines last week that 
uh, got arrested for, you know, human trafficking and things like yeah. that. Just because you're a Marine, because you served your country doesn't mean what about what about Anthony Sowell, who was a Marine, a decorated Marine and then became a serial killer? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, what are you going to do? I mean, it, just because you served your country. Thank you. But, you know, you were still bumbling. Yeah. You were still bumbling. And that's unfortunately going to be his legacy. But I loved it. There's some guy, and this guy was all roided up. And he's like, I'm all natural. I was like, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got nuts like peanuts, kid. You got little cashews right there and your little tighties. <laughs> Steroids. You punk ass. Some, some guy commented and said, how close do I have to be to be within earshot? I'd love to be there. <laughs> he goes, I'll come say it to you. Uh, Twitter's a dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But is it changing anybody's minds? No. No. Not a single soul. I, I mean, at this point in time, you have Adam Schiff who says that undeniably he has evidence that Trump colluded with Russia, but yet he hasn't pulled any of that out. I was going to say, where's it at? All you got to do is resign now, Adam, because what are you going to do? I mean, you don't have you've said beyond the question of a doubt you had evidence that he did it. He said that for over a year now. He has nothing. I think Mueller secured his job for the rest of the time. Trump's in office, though. Trump's not going to fire him. He's not. He doesn't have a job. I mean, it was an assignment. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, you know, we could we could beat that thing half to death and everybody watched horse. it or everybody got the sound bites that you can form your own conclusions on that. What what was your takeaway, Candace? Um, I thought it was kind of like a perp walk that backfired. Like, you know how they do that when they already know that somebody is being sentenced and then they'll call the media in to get like their last pictures as they're walking in the court. Um, so they already knew what they were trying to do, but it just kind of backfired because it was a lot of stuff we'd already heard and nothing bombshell but all the reports were saying that it was like a day in history there was a one woman who waited 14 hours in order to get into the hearing um there was like a line of people who wanted to be in the courtroom and so one woman waited 14 hours and and they're kind of gathered out there that's insane it was kind Sweet of crazy. Lord, it wasn't Justin Bieber. Exactly. Why, why are you waiting to see that? Hours. Why are you waiting for anybody? Hours. Why are you waiting for Justin Bieber? Like, why are you waiting? <laughs> Come on, people. Yeah, 14 hours in line. That's ridiculous. To be able to be inside the room. I mean, this isn't the new Star Wars the, we're waiting to see. My gosh. The historic day. barbecue. This ain't barbecue or fried chicken. Franklin's barbecue. Uh-uh, this ain't fried chicken. It's not Franklin's barbecue in Austin. And I still wouldn't wait for that either. I ain't waiting. Yeah. I ain't waiting six hours for Franklin's barbecue. Not when I can go to Billy's Oak Acres Barbecue on Camp Bowie in Fort Worth and get better barbecue. You're I go to McDonald's and get food. I don't need to wait for food. We're gonna do a podcast at Billy Oak Acres Barbecue over on Camp Bowie. We're gonna go over there. Audio's oh. gonna be good. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. I need some food right now. I don't, you hungry? Yeah. Screw it. We're out of here. Let's get off this podcast. <laughs> now, I, so so the other thing that happened, it, it, it's not, again, didn't change anybody's mind. Didn't change anybody's mind. They watched it. They went into it. Uh, I felt like the guy got eviscerated. He got eviscerated. Chance, the ginger rapper sitting over here. Mark's not in here today. Put your cell phone there. Did you watch this thing? Did you get the sound bites? I mean, you you hear so much news because you do so many different shows for the Blaze. you got to be tuning it out, right? Yeah, I don't pay attention. <laughs> Any opinion whatsoever on that deal? No, not no. Much. Okay, good. That's what I kind of figured. That's what I kind of figured. You're high right now, aren't you, Chance? You're high. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love you, kid. Oh. Everybody's got the giggles. No, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you think Trump wins in 2020? I'm going to ask you again. And, okay, because so, it changes every week. Like, 
in light of the Mueller, did it does it help him or hurt him or does it even make a difference? I don't think it made a difference. Doesn't make a difference. So still a landslide. Doesn't make a difference. I, I know. <laughs> I, think, I don't think. I don't think, so. think it's gonna be a like landslide, he's... but I think he's still gonna win. I mean, as long as the economy's doing well, and I think that's where a lot of people are concerned. And you know, if people are concerned like what's gonna happen with the economy in four or six years. And I think if the economy still stays the way it is, he'll do okay and he'll get in. But after that, it's the question is always still gonna be what's gonna be wrong with the economy. Well, if historical trends go the way they usually do, we got about 18 months of good economy left before some things recede a little bit. Hopefully yeah. we don't go into a 2009 recession. Yeah. But that gives him time to get reelected. So we'll see what's up with that. That's what I think. Steve doesn't care. Oh, I do care. I hope so. Because recession <laughs> means people can't come to our shows. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it means you don't get paid. The turnout has been great. It has been It great. has been really great. I, I so. can't wait. I have this huge new announcement that I'm going to tell you guys in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait to tell you. It's so it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so – it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's bigly huge. huge. You're going to – it's going to be a badass uh, little announcement. And uh, exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Anyway, Erica Thomas. Mm-hmm. Congressperson from uh, Georgia. Georgia. Mm-hmm. The right. reason I'm hesitating on this is because I have a document that I'm not sure that I should share. Is this going to be a Glenn Beck special? It is her. It is her house profile for the Georgia House. Okay. And it is basically her biography, as known by the horse, as the, by the horse, as the house. Okay, the Georgia House. Yeah, the horse. Speaking of horses, asses, she made one of herself last week with this whole video that she posted out saying that a guy in a Publix grocery mm-hmm. store attacked her, made racist comments, told her to go back, and called her an SOB, lazy SOB. Over the amount of groceries that groceries. they both had. In, in the, the express, lane. express lane. He just exactly. said what everyone else wants to say when they see somebody <laughs> in that lane designated for 15 items or less. It's like yeah. a Seinfeld episode. Go back well, to your country? Yeah. Go back to your other lane. I don't care what color you are. <laughs> go back to the right lane. Well, again, so, okay, here's what we know. Here, here's what we know at the time of this taping. Oh, my God. All right. In the next, in the next few days, anything could happen, right? Mm-hmm. Next few days, anything could happen. And, and again, when I say the next few days, they've already happened, and you're still watching this tonight on a Tuesday night. So here's what I want to know. Well, here, here's, what, here's what happened. So this lady's in the express lane. A guy checks out in another lane. He'd been in that lane. He goes to another lane, checks out faster than her, comes back by and says, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. And she comes out of her lane, and you can see it in the store surveillance cameras. And she's she's – Going at him, right? Now, what they say, we don't know because there's no audio. But you can see it. She's, she's all, you know, Wheezy Jefferson on him. And so that's – and so then they, the news crews catch up with him, right? Because she backtracks on her own, does a video, says, well, right. I mean, I'm not saying he said go back where I came from like that, but it was just something about go back to what, you know. It was in- implied. It was implied. So now she was backtracking on that. And they did the they did the news cameras – and they're interviewing them there together, and she's talking about hate crimes, and he going to jail, and blah, 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 blah. You know you did this. And he said, ma'am, I'm not white, because she called him white. A white man said that. He said, I'm not white. <laughs> He's a Democrat and he a says, Trump I, hater. He says, I don't like Trump. I'm a Democrat, and I'm from Cuba. So <laughs> I'm Cubano. 
but he says, but I did call her. (laughs) 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 And I think he wanted to again. Again, So he admitted that. He admitted that. So now here's my takeaway from this whole deal. One, she's claiming the guy is a racist. So by her own admission, Democratic people who are Cubans can be racists. <laughs> Follow what I'm saying, Chance the Rapper? You hear what I'm saying? So Take sides, Chance. Take strong sides. <laughs> so, so Democrats can be racist, according to Erica Thomas. That's that's what she said. She called him a racist. Said he gave up with all. So this guy says, "I don't like Trump. I hate Trump." And you can hear the cop on his on his body cam saying, "Look, I don't care about yeah. the politics. Not getting into all that stuff. I just want to find out what happened." And uh, she's looking like a fool now. Candace, yes. Was she? Is it a hoax? Was she lying? Think- what is your opinion? My opinion on it. Um, I think it's kind of been blown. It's like crazy been blown out of proportion right now. I don't think um, that would be a normal reaction for someone in that situation. Like I know when I'm at the grocery store, I'm just focused on getting in and leaving as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't really see the importance of it, but I do. The surveillance footage is kind of weird. So she's nine months pregnant, according to her. Mm hmm. Her Facebook page says she's single. No judgment. No judgment. Her nine-year-old daughter was there with her. Right. And said, why would you say something like all these things in front of So anyway, her biography, the Honorable Erica Thomas, has taken a fastidious global approach to the economic and environmental development of the world. As an innovative trailblazer and entrepreneur with a passion for inspiring others, she's founded two nonprofits focused on public speaking, leadership, and development training, advocacy. Speak Out Loud, a local nonprofit, is dedicated to giving a voice to the foster children who have been silenced by the circumstances. Speak Out Loud has expanded and organized across the country that has chapters in Botswana and Nigeria. That sounds great. That sounds great. She is not only uh, the youngest uh, state of Georgia State rep. She's one of the youngest members in the General Assembly, but she's also the first orphan that's ever done that. So the thing I'm getting to is it's a shame that if it is a hoax, that somebody would come along and do that, create that, and really tarnish what could be a great legacy and mm-hmm. reputation as, a, as, a, as an accomplishment, as a single mom, a woman of color who does these things in Africa, who's an orphan mm-hmm. and has lived against all odds. Why do you feel, it's like Jesse Smollett, why do you feel the need to create this idea that this institutionalized racism exists out there in order to get attention? Let me tell you something. If this were, imagine that scenario that happened, a confrontation between this lady and this man. Mm-hmm. What if this was 1955 Jim Crow America? How would that have played out? Do you think that this woman of color would have jumped out of the lane? First of all, she probably wouldn't have been in that grocery store. Second of all, she probably, she, even if she was, she probably wouldn't have been in that line. Two, you think she would have confronted a white man, a guy that she perceived as a white man right there, if this was 1953, 1955? No, because we have gone a long way from those days. We don't, we don't even register how it was in the early 60s the, 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 between racial segregation and racial relations and things like that. Why in 2019 do people have to go out and try to create this idea that it still exists so prevalently? It doesn't. It doesn't. 
to the, it, it's almost like they, you know, someone it's like someone that identifies their with their illness and they kind of use that. That's what, you know, makes them well, it's a victim mentality, yeah, a victim mentality. It's a victim and mentality that. And it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter. You can have a victim mentality no matter what. I mean, I, you know, it, you, if you're going to spend your life navel gazing, thinking about how people are thinking about you and looking at it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, here's a woman who obviously she's an elected official. She's accomplished a ton at 29 years old. I think where the guy messed up, he went to the manager first and and the manager told him, well, there's nothing we can really do about it because you really can't. Well, now, first of all, and, I want to say to this little pinhead, this little pinhead, shut up, mind your own. I mean, yeah. seriously, do you need to go around like when I tell you when you're driving? Like Steve has road rage, Chance. I don't know if you know this or not. No. Steve has real issues with road rage. So, like, if Steve hears a horn honking in the distance, <laughs> he thinks it's about him. So he get, triggers him. But I don't flip him off. But you get mad. <laughs> he rolls down the window. He rolls up his shoulders. Design. He leans forward. Who the are you honking at? Exactly. Every time. Every time. Who the F are you honking at? Doesn't have anything to do with him. <laughs> And all of a sudden, if somebody like, let's say, let's say somebody's driving crazy up here in this lane and they cut somebody off. Steve automatically wants to catch up with them and cut them off just to see no, if they'll cut I him off. Want, I don't want to. I don't like want he to wants to catch off. up there and be like, OK, now piss me off. <laughs> so like he tries to put himself in a position to get pissed. Right. You, does that make sense to you, Sean? Oh, I've seen it. You've seen it. You've been <laughs> in the car. I've witnessed it. Now, see, you got to have witnesses around Steve because Steve will deny it. He'll justify anything. And nobody else wants to drive. He just wants <laughs> to I don't know. I mean, I ain't, I ain't complaining to that oh, okay. degree. <laughs> I mean, you, you're still going to drive. But I'm like, Steve, why you, you want to take us up there and around. get us in this wreck? I mean, like, this is going down, no, right? The truth is, I'm just trying. I'm doing a survey to find out if it is an Asian female woman driving, or if it's an old man, or I want to know by their driving style. Why do you go to Asian I, female right away? You know yeah. why? Hey, man, you know why? He wants to drive up to him and tell him to go back where it came from. That's what he wants to do. Steve's conducting research for the Gallup polls. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a poll. Yeah, he wants to know if they're watching cable TV. Hey, you got an answer rating? <laughs> oh my gosh. Steve, you you, you know come if you up see with a some... car drive by with good looking rims, you want to go. Who's driving that? I don't have rims on my <laughs> car. Well, let's I sit back and watch what? this conversation <laughs> unfold. <laughs> what did I, I don't have? This is going to get my... playfully dangerous. So let's... you're Jamaican though. They don't even they don't put rims on your car. Chinese Jamaican I'm, at that. I'm getting ready for a time code at some point in here. <laughs> oh no, I'm out of this, Candice. <laughs> I'm out of this one. Y'all go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> is that, okay, let me ask you that. Is stereotyping racism? No, I don't think it is. About, I mean, stereotyping is, it... is stereotyping. Stereotyping is based in fact. Is it a good but, thing? No. Well, that would be like saying every white but it's guy not is, racism. Ra- is racist. <laughs> huh? Every white guy is racist. Like the last week, the Ilium Omar, they pulled up some old stuff. And she, the biggest threat against America is uh, okay, well, the I'll white say this. man. I'll say this. So the majority of Somali Muslims have been taught from childhood that Jews are bad. All right. That is a stereotype. They have there. There are derogatory terms. They're taught from childhood. That's a known fact. Yeah. Look, I've been in these countries. I know they, they don't think about they don't think about this the way we do in America. We're politically correct and woke. Right. They're not thinking about this stuff in Somalia. That's their culture. That's the way they live. See, we try to apply the way we think about things. But that's a stereotype. Is it right? No. 
So when you look at Ilan Omar and she comes over here and she says the things that she said, she is repeating things that have been ingrained in her since her childhood. So does she mean these things? I don't know. I tend to think she does. You know, I think I tend to think that these are the feelings that she has because I don't really like the woman. And I think that she's there's a lot of crap coming out of her mouth. But you got this been ingrained. Those stereotypes have been ingrained. I always say stereotypes are great. That's why we go people watching. We go to the mall. We go to the airport. We go to the bus station. Sean, yep. we go to the <laughs> <laughs> we go. Where else? We go to the uh, where are we talking about? I was talking about somebody people watching yesterday. The Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go to Airport, Walmart. Airport's great for Go to Walmart. Watch. Go to Walmart and people watch for a minute, man. Just sit on the bench Friday out there night. with a the gray head person that's greeting people and just watch people come and go. It's a trip. Mm-hmm. Ain't it's it, Shawnee? It's a great stereotype session. Yeah. <laughs> but are stereotypes right? No, they're not, but they are human nature. But the stereotypes are built in fact. Just like you said a second ago, if, if I see somebody with some kind of rims on there, I mean, am I going to be surprised if it's a black guy driving a car? Or a Mexican. This or a Mexican. If I see somebody with rims on hydraulics. Tires. <laughs> I don't have rims on my car. I've never, that's a different culture. That's a, that's a car culture. If I see a guy in Denver and he's driving a Prius, I'm going to assume. He's a hippie. <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever. Well, that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn here. I'm trying to what. But you can't is, learn off a of stereotype. It's too though. late for you, Steve. Yeah, you can't learn. You can't learn from You're an a old stereotype, dog, dude. There's no but, new tricks for you. But does that make me racist? Because I. I don't know. Does it? I don't think so. Do you feel like you're racist? No. Do you feel like you're racist? <laughs> I don't feel a need to do, defend that. Do you feel? Do you feel a problem sitting next to a man of color? I love him. That yeah, has I rings. know. That gonna, has big shiny. I'm rings. sitting next to a woman of color. Chance is red. <laughs> Gingers don't count. They don't have souls. <laughs> I learned that from South Park. That's maybe stereotyping, but, you know, no souls. <laughs> I've heard that, and I think that is founded in truth. I mean, look at and him. We're talking He's just stereotypes. sitting there with a... It's, I know. He doesn't, he, he doesn't emote. Chance has no emotions. <laughs> he has no feelings. This guy, would he, he'd murder indiscriminately. He doesn't care because he doesn't have a conscience. And there's yeah. no thought of... Right, Candace? Right. You know this man. Yep. All I'm saying no is... Feeling. No feeling. Whatsoever. All I'm saying is it's party time, mom. And, and that's the big deal. Stereotypes. And, I've, and, you know, I've had this thing all the time. I get so sick of talking about racism, man. Can't we all just get along? Eat fried chicken. Eat fried chicken. Me and Sean eat fried chicken now together. We love it. I saw y'all. I saw y'all go back and forth on Instagram. On Instagram. Sean was trying not to eat fried chicken for a week. And he knows that's impossible. It is impossible. And why is it? I can't. Because I like wings and fried we chicken. We eat chicken together. You we know do this. We do all the time. I had wings last night, but I don't consider wings to be fried chicken. Well, I told you that it was, and that's why you're wrong, Sean. They, they do it's, fry them. They just don't it's bread not, them. But it's fry not them. fried. But when I say fried chicken, I'm you talking about- You mean breaded, yeah, like fried, fried country chicken. fried chicken. Yeah, wings is just, now you know, you dip some. it in a fryer and just- What are you taking notes about, Gannis? She wants fried chicken, I'm too. just, you know, I have a time code. And then just, you know, just there is, oh, screw it. Oh, this is all good. This we're, is, speaking we're educating America. You want something to bleep out? What it is no, what you need not. something to bleep no. out? No. All right. No. <laughs> Where's the alien at? Where's He's Ned? He's right there. Where's Ned? Y'all see Ned back there? <laughs> Look at him. He He's judging. Like I think it's a good addition to the studio. I love Ned. This is what was missing. He has more expression yeah. than Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got Willie, we got Ned the alien, we got the head, army head back there. You know who we're missing? Herbert the silent deer. Uh, we need, we got to bring Herbert truth. back. I People have been asking about Herbert. 
We are a diverse studio is what we are. We are. And I think, Culture. I mean, I don't want to start a rumor, but I think that helmet might be Dwight D. Eisenhower's. <laughs> might that, be. And it's in Studio 22 for. Now, look, that wouldn't surprise me being around the studio <laughs> because we got Just, there's locks of George Washington's hair. Exactly. And there is pieces of the coat that Abraham Lincoln died in yeah. or was shot in. Yeah. So it's possible that we might have just eclectically. So here's what I do it. when I walk through. Don't pay attention to me, Glenn Beck. When I walk through Mercury Studios, when I walk through, yeah. I, I like to steal things. And I bring them over here. Like, and you look always at this. have gloves and a carbon box like, with you, this. right? Look at this. Bam. Look at that. It's That's the seal down. of the President of the United States. It's upside down. Wait, it's upside down. There we go. There the, we go. The crazy thing is, this down. was over in Building 1 earlier today, and I saw him walk <laughs> now in. Now it's over here. I saw you walk in with it, and I knew immediately what had happened. Yeah. But I just want to point out, we always wear gloves and have carbon boxes with Until us, it so. gets over here, and then it's mine. But see, You're right. <laughs> I'm a I'm a white dude with a theft problem. There you go. Can happen to anyone. So judge me. Get over there, Willie. Can't do it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know where this came from? Where this one came from? On the you know, podium. Do you know where this was? At Trump's office. On this was deck. in the movie JFK. Yeah. So it's a movie artifact. That this is a movie it. artifact. Kevin Costner's JFK. People think we're lying. We're not lying. No, I mean, it was everything here, around here. Everything is, around here is connected. Every day in the that's morning. That's from. Well, never mind. Every day in the morning, I walk by Dorothy's red slippers and, and the, the necklace heart from, of the ocean yeah, from the Titanic and, the, the, and Titanic. the wooden chalice yeah. that was from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We're probably posing a real big security risk right now. By It's all fake, people. <laughs> it's all fake. I'm sorry. The actual Darth Vader head from the first movie? Yes. I remember uh, they acquired that when I was an intern here. And there was an article on the Daily Mail that said an anonymous buyer had purchased it. And then the following week it came wheeling on it. It was in Glenn Beck's yeah. office. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, we know who it was. That's him. Oh, well. That's Gotta filthy love him money. Now. That's filthy money. Filthy money. Nope. Dirty money. Nope. Beck sat right there in that chair and told me, so all oh, the only thing money changes is how you do air travel. No. No. Nope. I'd have a lot of rims <laughs> in my cars. You'd have bigger rims? I'd have bigger rims. <laughs> you probably would get the hydraulics. Now, my truck. I'd definitely get it. My truck is sitting out there, so it's like a hillbilly disco. We've talked about that mm -hmm. because I got the lights on the front, the back, all around. I got I, everything's on that truck except a place to put the front license plate, right? But. I even have up in the wheel wells. I got the the disco strobes and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, never turned them on. Quinn said. Quinn said to me the other day. She goes, "Daddy, do you have a big car?" I said, "No." She goes, "Does Chad have a big truck?" I said, "Yes, he does." He goes, "Can we drive it?" I said, "Maybe." He goes, "Tell him to share." Because she said at faith when she wants to share. I was like, "I'll, I'll try to pass that on. Yeah. I'll share with Chad his truck." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna Quinn happen. Quinn can have anything can I got. Trade today. Yes. You drove the truck today. Or the yeah, car? I drove the truck. Yeah. Y'all just trade and take it for the weekend. <laughs> Don't get carried away, Steve. That's You've already got oh, my I car. Thought you agreed to share. I uh, know. Steve like, is actually share. for the sharing policy. <laughs> just you understand what it means to share, Steve? That, yes, I do. Sharing is one thing. Giving is another thing. Oh, okay. You know, loaning is one thing. <laughs> so many stereotypes. But see, he's gotten spoiled rotten. You want to talk about stereotypes? Party foul Steve drives my car seven days a week. To here, it's 
parked in my driveway all week. Haven't drove it until I started up and drove it here today. It's going to have like 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> I only drive to your house or to here. I don't drive it anywhere else. I don't drive it to the store. I don't. He lied. Like I saw him in the HEB pickup line <laughs> taking a picture for Instagram in my car. <laughs> That one did time. <laughs> Steve's a liar. Did you call the cops? No, I didn't call the cops. I knew it was Steve. I, I forgot about that. I don't need that. him getting not, arrested because no. I'd have to bail him out. I'm not a liar. I'm admitting to that because I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which right. is now. I corrected the statement. Now you just caught. Oh. Could I borrow one of your cars? Like the newer one? You want the Corvette? Yeah. Yeah? You could trust me. Then they can tell everybody. That, can you drive a manual? Seven-speed manual? We we can sure as heck try. Millennials, oh, yeah. millennials have a little trouble with. That. Okay, see now Steve, you're stereotyping okay, again. Okay, but I'm not wrong. wrong. He's stereotyping. She's Spanish though. What was that? What is that supposed to mean? She like you drive sticks? She might not drive clutch. You don't know how? I don't know how to drive clutch. I'm from you're New a millennial. York City. No, because I grew up in New York City. Where are you going to drive a clutch in New York City? You don't know how they to drive a car. They just catch a train everywhere. Exactly. Oh, I could drive. The Holland Tunnel? You can ask, <laughs> you can ask Trance about that. I can drive. I could ride the bus. I can uh, drive. Three-point turn in the Holland Tunnel? license when you were 16? No, I got, my, I got my license at 26. Wow. See, that's just, to us, that's like. And that's what you would think of somebody from New York City. Yeah. That's stereotyping. Well, it's, but it's true. It's based on fact. Look at Chance. You think he's Irish? He's not? I think, yeah. It's Are a, you? No See, you're stereotyped. <laughs> that's okay. And as the uh, population of Ireland has a probably lower uh, gingers than we do. I didn't see any gingers. I was yeah, there for eight does. days. I saw two or three of them. <laughs> yeah, a, and I kept looking for some pretty ginger girls. There were none. fake stereotyping. Did you check under the bridge? <laughs> Is that where they live? Like trolls? <laughs> Down there with Rumpelstiltskins. Soulless trolls. I was thinking about leprechauns. Oh, leprechauns. Rumpelstiltskins. Leprechauns. I didn't see any four-leaf clovers. I looked. Did you get your money back? No. Oh. Did you no. find some? Hey, you know what? Talk. Y'all talk. Hang on. I'll show you something. Uh-oh. What's oh, he no. got now? He's going that after something. Oh, he's going to go over there. We, he's going to pull something I'm going to have to. Something. We're going to have to he's install going a TSA search. Fanny pack of. Let's talk about Jeffy Epstein. Jeff Epstein. We're getting to Jeff Epstein. That oh. guy. He might be dead by the time this one comes out. Ouch, too soon. That, that hashtag he, he, body he, 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 count. He body count. You think the Clintons got to him or he was doing it himself? He deserves it. Oh, no. I got some Irish money here. <laughs> he probably has one of... That's can the we, type of guy that has an envelope. If I end up dead, mail this to all the newspapers can you in do across the country. A yeah. technical fanny pack tour? Tactical fanny pack tour? Yes. All right, so this let me show you. Want. Tactical fanny pack of death. Y'all have heard me talk about it right here. Is that R.W. Here we go. Went, uh, Shut up, Steve. So I took all my I took all my patches off of it because, you know how when, when it doesn't matter what airplane the president gets on, it's automatically Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what you're adopting? Well, Unless because he's I on took, a helicopter and then it's Marine this One. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him to die? Somebody no, I said mic. this guy. <laughs> so anyway, I to pronounce for for last week's trip, I had to switch from tactical fanny pack of death over to uh, my shoulder bag, my five eleven shoulder bag. Okay, so I took the patches off. So it it went from this this went to Air Force Two. Okay, okay. so anyway, uh, You can make anything cool if you put the word tactical in front of it. That's the theory. All right. So fanny packs are not cool. 
till they're tactical, right? So I have some Irish money in there. Don't ask me why. That's bail. Now look what I got. Show you what I got. Flight risk. I have a Sig nine millimeter. <laughs> I have an extra magazine. And hang on, this is my favorite. Remember that one time you flew with an extra oh. magazine? <laughs> look at that right there, baby. Bam! Come on, get your son. Come on. Stereotypes, baby. I'm a redneck. Look at that. Bam, 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 bam. Y'all ain't watching the video. Y'all don't have a darn clue. Oh, and I got a Sharpie marker. Ooh, because you got a sign. In case I got to poke somebody in the eye. Oh. Tactical fanny pack of death, baby. Watch about signing It's your... true. Yep. Normally I have my passport in here in case I got to get a quick getaway. A little extra cash. And I keep. Aren't you at flight risk? Rollades. Lots of Rollades. Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. No Rollades. I'm just my... waiting where like the butterscotch candies are. There's no butterscotch <laughs> candies in here. Nothing sweeter. And there's a little microphone that I plug <laughs> into my uh, phone so you can hear me when I talk in the truck. There you go. Tactical fanny pack of death. Bam. Candy. On sale at watchchad.com for Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, Jeffrey Epstein. Give me my knife. Give me my knife. Let me show you what Jeff Epstein no, needs. I don't think we need the knife. Jeff Epstein <laughs> needs a little... Street justice. I might have to confiscate uh, the tactical fanny pack. <laughs> it's probably happening right now as we speak. It's going to happen. Well, okay. So they, got, they better be watching that cat around the clock because he's got a lot of info in his brain. You think so? Yeah, he knows things about a lot of people. A lot of people. And if anybody's associated with that dude and they're guilty, I don't care who they are, they need to go down. They need to go down because that's sick. Oh, yeah. So here's a dude accused of indicted... And, and by the way, let me remind everybody, they indicted him for, uh, you know, you know, sex with an underage person. Multiple uh, accounts of that, multiple accusations. They found in his apartment uh, money and valuables and a Saudi passport. OK, mm -hmm. so they deemed him a flight risk. Denied him bail. He's in jail. They found him in a fetal position in a cell the other day with marks mm -hmm. around his neck, which looked like an attempted suicide from hanging himself. Uh, unconfirmed, at least at the time of this taping. Now, by the time this comes out, we don't know. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, hashtag Clinton body count was trending on Twitter for a couple of days. And I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Okay. We'll see. Interesting. Very, very interesting. He's and, an evil uh, man. And if you messing with kids, I'm coming for you. Oh, he's an evil man. Even people that, even his pilot that flew the plane for him. Like if you if you have if you have if you're gonna do something like that, knowing that this guy's what he's doing, you should get something happening to you too. <laughs> <laughs> they should flat find you with marks around your neck. Something. Somebody should diddle him. Send send Ned. <laughs> Yeah, he could have made a he could have made a phone call. Ned needs to one phone him. call and said, "Hey, there's some stuff going on." Oh, but he's making money. He was making money. I mean, the guy the, I saw an article. The pilot said that the, he has, I think, 14 planes that he had access to. Was, I mean, you're flying around. You're doing you're doing some nasty stuff. Where's Ned? Ned, send him in there and diddle him. Mm -hmm. It's really similar to I think it was in the 80s or in the late 70s, North Fox Island, which was. Um, I think off the coast or off Michigan. Um, and it was owned by this guy who ran like boys adventure camps. And that's not what it was being used for. And 
he basically flew in politicians on the island and like a bunch of high profile people. So it's like very reminiscent of that. Um, if you got a private plane and you talk, you call it the Lolita Express. Yep. There's something going on. Yep. I don't like it. 26 times Bill Clinton was on that sucker. Most of the times he just got rid of his secret service detail. Has that all been, I, uh, yeah. Come out as fact. I, well, there's a fact that he's been on it. Just it's the same the as it's just like, and that's what's funny to me is everybody wants to. So I had this guy, he's Canadian. I finally had to block him. You know, I, I try not to block people on Twitter, even if they're trolls. I just let them go. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it just gets annoying. I mean, it's like, oh, God, just stop being a jealous man. You know, just go on with your life. You don't is have that the to try. one that's a real cowboy. There's that several. It's on there, you know, and it's like, yeah, this is the dude. He's Canadian, right? He spends he's a lot of time non-stop. on Twitter. <laughs> well, he posted this thing talking about he was trying to make it about Trump, and he posted this meme about flying. You know, when your president flies 26 times with Jeffrey Epstein, there's a problem. And I comment underneath. I said, "You do realize they're talking about Bill Clinton, right?" Mm-hmm. He's Canadian. He's a moron, right? Not because he's Canadian, because he just doesn't didn't know. He's he into the politics. So he comments back and he says, "Yeah, but it was a capitalist." <laughs> That's the kind of logic you're getting right there with these morons trying to win an argument. Oh well, he was a capitalist, therefore he's a pedophile. Yeah, that's a stretch right there, but that's that's the kind of dumpster fire that Twitter is. So finally, not over that, but finally just yesterday I blocked like four people. He was one of them. I'm tired of your trash. And somebody said, oh, I thought you Blaze TV guys were all open-minded and open to discussion and criticism. I'm like, well, if somebody would give me something that was intelligent, mm-hmm. then I would, you know. But if you just are going to sit there and troll and say nothing and just vomit out of your mouth all the time. Yeah, and that's a, other people, they justify their uh – existence to troll you to get you know what i mean without yeah. that they have nothing <laughs> gets old yeah try not to block them candace do you ever block anybody no i have yet to block anybody yes yeah, because you're not you're, you're not avant-garde you're not on edge so i need to become more edgy you got it you need to become an angry brown woman I don't even know what color okay, you are. Okay, we don't have to call it out right now. Hey, was that Candace, was that Candace I was trying to work a swimsuit in... on Instagram last weekend? Not what? at all. <laughs> what? No. Nope. it was. Let me go back and look. No. Go ahead and pull up. No, go ahead and pull up the picture. It's don't amazing. make Candace blush. <laughs> on the, like. What were you bringing us into? I was trying to strike up a brand deal for 23andMe where we were going to finally reveal exactly my heritage. We should do that. But then, you know. I'll buy it. We want the sponsorship. I'll buy the kit. I like 23andMe, though. I think that's what I did. I don't know that I believe in their results, though. I'm just, I don't feel that white. Right. You have some questions. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Some questions. You're like, I don't feel that straight. You know? You're off-white. You're not like eggshell. Exactly. You know, you know, it's like my sexuality. I just don't feel this straight. You know, sometimes I have urges. Okay. You know? <laughs> Hush, Chance. You want to weigh in, Andrew Chance? Heaton? I do. Why, I do. why would I bring up gay things? You talk about Heaton. Oh, I was just wondering. That's messed up. You just stereotyped. Oh. Good job, Steve. You just stereotype. Well, Andrew that sounded like a conversation that you had before. Because he dresses fine. He's a finely dressed man. When He's you guys would sit gentleman. here, he's skinny. Dapper Dan. Whenever you guys would sit here, it kind of looks like two tri- time travelers got stuck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he needed a monocle in his eye, and I needed a spittoon. That's something, funny. Something went wrong with the time machine. Like <laughs> spilling Ted's. That's funny. That's actually kind of funny. 
Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I wrote I wrote this short story years ago, and I, I, I wanted to develop it into a novel. The character's name was Mason Blake. And here was a guy in like 1870. Right. And he's riding out through this canyon. And all of a sudden, you know, gunshots echo through and the whole thing. He hits the dirt and he's shooting back. And it's like, and I described this, he's looking and he's like, it's something he's never seen before. So he retreats into this cave. And when he goes into this cave, he kind of goes through this, uh, like, like a time warp. Mm-hmm. And he winds up in, you know, the 90s, 1990s. Okay. And boom, here's this guy from, you know, 1870, 1880. Now he's in the 90s. Sounds you know. real close to Back to the Future in when the they same. go in the cave. They had the car in the cave. and <laughs> It wasn't a time warp. Okay. But the uh, but anyway, so now he's got to like think about that. Now there's jet airplanes. Mm-hmm. Now there's modern technology. There's automobiles. There's all these things. But yet here's a guy who still wants to handle problems like someone would have in the 1870s, and has to adjust to all that. So anyway, the whole deal is about a cowboy time traveler. Shoot him. Is this autobiographical? Him, huh? Is this autobiographical? No, I've never traveled in time. Oh, wait, did Jade say last time that you don't believe in air travel? Do I don't believe in air travel. expand on that a little bit? I just don't believe in it. I don't think it happens. It's not real. I don't believe in, in reality. I don't think we're here. I think we're, I think this, we're just, lot. we're just plugged into the matrix is what I think. And here comes the yes. comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything is assimilation. Everything. everything. Pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Now, the 301st uh, fighter jet, uh, fighter wing at the Naval, Joint Naval Air Force Base gave me their pilot jacket with their mm-hmm. insignia and, uh, you know, call sign the other night. And I don't want them to hear that because I do believe that they were flying those F-16s the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Your beliefs come with exceptions. The exceptions. I love you guys. And I know I know y'all are really flying on the edge. <laughs> Sure, sure you are. Flying on it's a edge. bold stance. Yeah. For, yeah, I know. You know. I know. Kevin Wade. It drives him crazy. You know, our buddy Kevin Wade, who comes on the podcast every now and then. Uh, I keep telling him I'm putting him in the hot seat. He's going to have to explain flight to me. I mean, I get it. I get what they say. Yeah, you just have some questions. I understand the whole thrust, physics lift. Nah, screw it. That's a different. No, we got to go. All right, Jeffrey Epstein. He's guilty. Robert Mueller, bumbling. Erica Thomas, lying. Candice? Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Party Foul Steve, racist. Bougie Sean, hungry. Sums it up. Chance the Rapper, soulless. Chad Prather, (laughs) five-star rating. I love y'all. God bless. Talk to you next time. Bye.